You want dozers? We've got it. You want frogs? We've got it. You want unicorn horse things? We got it. You want Rubik's Cubes? We got it. We got everything here at Mill Mortals and today I have got for you the book, Anything You Want by Derek Sivers. Why did I get this book? Where did it come from? Well, my introduction to it was, I believe I'd heard it from a recommendation from Tim Ferriss. So he's definitely in the entrepreneur sort of scene and he said, yep, this was a really good quick book to get through and quick is the, the big emphasis here. So it's almost a mini memoir of sorts from, from Derek Sivers who had this company called CD Baby and he was basically one of the first people to develop an online store for people to go to. Um, so his company I think ranged from 1998 to 2008 and people, independent artists could go on there to sell their CDs and so it was sort of like one of the online businesses that occurred during the, the dot-com boom uh, but was actually successful and <laughs> continued on. So this book is a condensation of his 10 years of entrepreneurship of, of uh, into, into, I guess, like 40 lessons. So it is a very, very quick book, very easy to read, it's tiny. And uh, it takes about less, for me, I think it took less than an hour to actually get through. Uh, each lesson is only one or two pages and yeah, you can just smash this book down. I suppose it details the whole process of starting, growing, delegating, um, managing and selling a company. So he goes through, I guess, his whole his whole process of what it was like and he's got a really unique take on it because he sort of fell into entrepreneurship. It wasn't like he wanted to do something. He states at the start that he's an artist and that is his basically his true calling and he sort of somehow got wrapped up into this business of actually owning a company. So what are the themes of the book? The first I would say is your compass. So knowing what you want. And I guess you don't need a huge plan or vision, or this is at least what he emphasizes, but more values to guide you on your way through this sort of journey. And that can be, doesn't matter what journey it is. Uh, he's talking here in relation to business, but I suppose it could be in your fitness journey, in your health journey, whatever it is. You don't necessarily need to have a full plan, a full vision of, this is what it looks like right at the end. And I, I think a good way of analogy of this would be someone like Christopher Columbus or Marco Polo. They went off to explore unknown lands, and but obviously they, know, they had no idea what they're going to find there, but they did have sort of the rules of how, how to get to the place which maybe it's good, maybe it's bad, you're not necessarily sure, but it's definitely interesting. It's something, wow, I'm going to a new foreign land. This is exciting. So... He sort of emphasizes the same thing. I think the other is, I guess, avoiding the pain when reality doesn't bend to your expectations. So in the book, he talks a lot about how you, you have to be very flexible in terms of what you're doing with your business. Sometimes you think this is what I want to do. This is what the customers love. This is what it's going to be. And then you turn around and it's like, nope, reality doesn't put it that way. Reality is brutal, shocking, and you need to adjust to reality rather than, you know, trying to force reality to bend to your expectations of what it should be. The other theme in the book is the execution. So this is the getting what you want. So once you know what you want, roughly, and and how, how to get there, there's the actual execution of that, doing it, putting in the hard yards and, and actually doing it. So one of the quotes he has from it are, ideas are just a multiplier of execution. So doesn't matter how good your idea is, it's all in the execution. And he sort of has a little tally where it's, you know, a, a, 
a slightly good idea is maybe a one, a good idea is a three, an excellent idea is a five, a fantastic idea is a 10 or a 20, but you need to multiply that with the execution. So really, really poor execution is $0. Poor execution, maybe $1,000, all the way up to sort of $10 million, which is amazing execution. So you have a sort of shit idea, but if you execute it really, really well, you can actually create a business from this. And I thought that was that was pretty profound and uh, got, got to a good truth of, yeah, just because you have an idea doesn't mean shit. You need to, you need to put in hard, hard work to, to make it become a reality. It also requires some sort of feedback loop from what I could tell. And as your what can change over time. So as you're executing things and you're getting better and your company's growing, your podcast is growing, you're, you're creating new opportunities and, and all these sorts of things, you might find over time, oh, you know what? This isn't actually what I thought it would be or as you grow just as a human i think we can all acknowledge 10 years is a long time so the difference between 20 and 30 or 50 and 60 is you're going to be a different person so you just need to take that into account and this is i guess getting back to the what you're so there's knowing what you want getting what you want that what is important and you need to you need to make sure that that you're you're i guess like on track with that and and constantly reevaluating. So my personal observations of the book, uh, these are just things that I took from from him personally, which I guess permeated throughout the book. So caring about your customer requires sacrificing money. There's no doubt about it. If you want to, if you really care about your audience, about the people you're trying to serve, you have to say no to the short-term games, which can crop up and you will get opportunities. But you know, there's a balance as well. Yeah, and and for him, it was it was pretty obvious. Advertising, I don't want that on my website. Um, big commercial artist, no, I don't want that on my website. I want to stick true to my original vision, I guess, or plan or my compass, which was saying, don't sacrifice, you know, your customers and and you're just for the short-term gains. And he even talks about how, you know, there's never been anyone in the history of existence who says, man, I really wish you had more advertising on your homepage. <laughs> no, never, never. I think it's also, he emphasizes, it's okay to be silly and have fun. So CD Baby did all these crazy things like they'd have a section where you could ask for a special request. Someone requested a squid, so they sent him some like dried squid from Japan along with their CD. They would have things like at the end of email saying, CD baby loves whatever name instead of just, you know, to um, Sarah, for example. And he had all these sort of things in there and all these little just things that reflect his own silliness, his own personality. And yeah, being too serious is boring. That's, that's for sure. And, you know, if there are, there sometimes are really serious people out there and that's their true nature and true character. But if you're bending yourself just to appear more serious, to be more respectable, you know, there's a limit as well. Obviously you need to put on your suit, but maybe you can put on the suit with like some little flowers or something to, to liven it up, to show who you truly are. The other one is a uh, growth is not an end in itself. And this is yes, bang on, um, Growing for the sake of growing just seems so stupid to me. And yet in that whole realm of entrepreneurship, that's what it is about growing. It's about scaling. I need to do this next thing. I need to keep going forward. And I even have some conflicts with Juan about this, about continual growth. And 
yeah, for me, I, I, I think it needs to have a purpose. And I would say the purpose of most people who really, really want to grow a company is probably not good enough. It's probably, I want to make lots of money, which, yeah, for me, that, that seems like, nah, that's a, if you, if you want to try and transform the world and make, you know, information available to everyone, okay, that's maybe a bit different. But if you just want to line your own pockets, yeah, yeah. So in summary, wisdom can indeed come in bite-sized pieces. Uh, I felt that Derek's personality really, I guess, shone permeated throughout the book and probably in his business philosophy as well. I, I don't know about this for sure, but I've heard that short books, as in these tiny little ones like this, which is less 88 pages and it's about, you know, half the writing of a page than a, a standard book. I, I don't think they're money makers, but I th- from what I recall, just from my general memory. So even on this book, he might've taken a loss just to create this, but he wanted to put it out there and, and um, you know, help other people and condense his wisdom into something that's really digestible and man it is digestible so it's refreshing to hear from someone who didn't get swept away with i guess a superficial bullshit and and followed his own compass so i'm giving the book anything you want by derek sivers uh eight out of ten that's pretty damn high for me i don't really give books uh uh, more than an eight very often so that's uh yeah big recommendation for me i just really like the shortness it was so quick so easy and yet he gets to the point very very quick in each of his things provides with examples of you know his whole story of taking a company from nothing a, a small idea just trying to help out some friends and he keeps talking about how it almost grew despite him not wanting it to. <laughs> so he he was saying to investors and people like, no, I don't want it to grow. I want it to be smaller. This is taking up too much of my time. And yet just the the business, because he was so successful, because he cared about his his customers, because he had a, a, a real compass, a real moral guideline of this is what I want to do. I'm not in this for short-term games. I want to help people. It ended up producing wealth for him despite him sort of not trying to to go for it so very very cool what's something pragmatic i'm going to take from it there's i guess two things one is a you know just allow myself to be silly i'm pretty silly anyway but it's it's refreshing to hear from someone who has actually managed to create something quite successful that yeah you can you can do serious things like selling a business and and um uh, selling cds and 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 that sort of stuff but also you can have fun while doing it like you don't have to be grinding all the time and, and getting it so hence why i'm wearing my witch's hat uh the other one i guess is allowing myself to put in more easter eggs i've started doing this it's very subtle and it's might might be hard to actually find you you'd have to go deep into some of the 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 data and into the metadata and things like that but i am putting like little things and i want to introduce that more into our videos as well if i can just have to think of the right way of doing it but uh i, I do like that silliness that putting in little easter eggs those little those little, little human touches which are really fun so that's my opinion of the book anything you want from derek sivers uh highly recommended i, I really enjoyed it Yes, it's mostly about entrepreneurship and businesses, but I think this is the sort of book that you can just read anyway, much like Simon Sinek's book, um, The Infinite Game, where it's about business, but you can take it for your own personal life and take some real learnings from that, like uh, like I think I have from, from those two books. So yeah, highly recommended. Check it out. That's it for today. Karen out. Urrr.